0: You're listening to the Judicial Watch Weekly Update with Tom
1: Fitton.
0: Hey, everyone! Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton here with our weekly update on our weekly update on social media. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be a tough one, I suspect. Uh, but a lot going on this week. Uh, the budget fight continues. I'll talk about the intersection between the budget and the outrageous Biden corruption that it funds. Uh, give you some detail there, follow up on our discussions earlier uh, this week and last week. Uh, plus, we had the first impeachment inquiry hearing. I was there. I'll give you my insights as to what happened, and we'll give you some highlights as to what happened. It's not what the media tells you about. Plus, we have shocking documents from the Secret Service about the failure to provide protection to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. by the Biden administration. And on top of everything else, Biden's dog is still biting Secret Service agents, as Judicial Watch exposed. So the danger to the Secret Service uh, continues. First up, we talked about at some length last week the continuing resolution fight, the issue over the government shutdown. And uh, to bring you up to speed, there's going to be a government shutdown. Um, When you watch this, it's about to happen, likely, or it will have happened Uh, just a day or so ago, depending on when you watch this, and uh, absent extraordinary circumstances uh, that uh, result in the government being kept open. What's happened is uh, there's no consensus between the House and the Senate in funding the government. And what McCarthy had promised to do is get, quote, appropriations measures, agency by agency, more or less, 10 or 12 appropriations measures done by June, Sent over to the Senate, where they and then eventually, uh, the way it's supposed to work is that you would um, have everything set and all the agencies funded, um, and, you know, and the political battles done by by now. Really, it should be done by now. Obviously, it's the deadline. The fiscal year begins October first, but instead. Only a few appropriation bills have been passed, three of which, or two of, two or three of which, were just passed this week. And because it's passed by the House, and there's some good things in the House appropriations measures that were passed. For instance, in the Department of Homeland Security appropriations measure, uh, they prohibited the use of federal tax dollars to censor you, which is exactly the sort of thing they need to be doing. But that's all well and good because it needs to go over to the Senate. Um, and then the Senate needs to agree to that, and then the President needs to sign it. So we're way off from that. So the fact that these appropriation measures have been signed doesn't necessarily get us, the government, uh, to be funded. And so now they have to rely on continuing resolutions to allow that process in theory to work. Now, of course, the left doesn't want that process to work. They want spending to continue as it is with no conservative or anti-corruption reforms, as Judicial Watch has been calling for. Uh, And it will run up against the other deadline, even after a continuing resolution, uh, assuming it's passed, ends. And and then they'll be pushed to to spend money for another month, or if the left gets its way, for another year, well past the election. And of course, the Uniparty, as uh, many have called it, Republican leaders, in the Senate who uh, oppose conservative reforms through the budget process and this sort of fight around the continuing resolution uh, are happy to see that go on as well because 25 or so Republicans in the Senate voted for a continuing resolution, just so you know, for a continuing resolution that would fund everything you hate about the Biden administration in terms of its corruption. The border invasion, the uh, continued harassing, unprecedented, election interferencing, prosecutions of Donald Trump, the censorship, you name it, fully funded by Republicans in the Senate, at least 25 senators. 19, only 19 Republicans voted against it. And so now McCarthy needs to uh, either get a continuing resolution through or otherwise there's a shutdown and it's unlikely to happen over the next few hours. And as I said, when you're watching this, it's likely it's happened or will have happened shortly before this. But it's important you continue to maintain uh, vigilance on this issue. And the question I have for you is, do you think that they should uh, allow, and I mean, meaning the House of Representatives that is nominally run by individuals who agree with us on these continuing, uh, on, on these corruption issues, or so they say, should, should, you let, should we allow the continuing resolution, or frankly, any appropriations measures that flow after that, to fund Biden corruption? I mean, there is a story the other day that the Biden administration dropped over the last two weeks nearly 8,000 illegal aliens in the middle of San Diego. 8,000 in the last two weeks. The Biden administration is continuing to try to censor Americans. Obviously, they're targeting Trump. we We talked last week. They want to gag him and stop him from speaking through this prosecution. Literally, they don't want him to be able to mention Donald Trump's, excuse me, President Biden's name, it looks like, in the context of this case. And then on top of everything else, uh, you have the Biden administration illegally using tax dollars to uh, push abortion through the Defense Department. I mean, we're supposed to be defending our nation, and they want to misuse those tax dollars to kill the unborn children of service members. And don't even get me started on the Ukraine issue, because I know people have different views on that. But no, no changes. In fact this is the fact, this is going to be the fight, right? And if you have concerns about the continued funding of Biden corruption and abuse, you need to keep on calling your members of Congress and share your concerns 202-225-3121, 202-225-3121, I know it's, it may be the weekend when you see this, try calling the weekend. I don't know who's gonna be working over the weekend. I suspect some of them will be there keep the phones ringing. It has an impact. And I don't know what's going to happen. If the government shuts down, maybe Speaker McCarthy is no longer Speaker, because he will have lost confidence in, uh, by his, uh, lost the confidence of his colleagues in, in, in running the show over there. Uh, but in the in the least, I don't believe, personally, that your federal tax dollar should go to fund, for instance, Jack Smith. And I jokingly Issued a compromise the other day, or offered a compromise the other day. Well, yeah, well, let's defund Jack Smith and send the money over to Ukraine if that's if that's what they want to be funded so aggressively. But I tell you, given the Bi- the, Bo- the Biden border invasion, the Biden prosecutions of his political enemies, both in the, through the federal system and frankly through the state system, his allied polit- political his political allies in New York and and Georgia. I mean, they should be cutting all that money out of that all of the, all the money out of those budgets. Jack Smith should be defunded and I would curtail funding for Fulton County and Alvin Bragg's operation in Manhattan and and frankly the New York Attorney General who's trying to destroy quite literally destroy Pres- uh, President Trump's business operations through this meritless lawsuit with a uh, anti-Trump judge. You may have seen some news in that regard too. All supported with tax dollars, either directly in the case of the federal government, or indirectly in the case of the state attacks on Trump, the election interference. So the battle's not over. Keep on fighting. Keep up with the heavy lifting. Two zero two 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 five three one two one. And you know, and I was talking about this in the context of impeachment earlier this week, and you know, I, I think I summed it up pretty well. Let's go to the video of that. Hey everyone, it has begun the Biden impeachment inquiries first hearing this week. Uh, But as we see with this budget fight, this continuing resolution fight, impeachment is necessary for Biden corruption, but not sufficient. Because right now, the Republicans in the House, and generally Congress, has been fully funding all of this abuse that we're concerned about. Whether it be the cover-up by the Justice Department of Biden corruption, or the abuse by the Biden Justice Department of President Trump and other innocents. So I encourage you to call your members of Congress, 202-225-3121. Tell them to keep up the pressure on Biden corruption, but also defund the abuses of power. 202 225 3121. The fight's now and your action is needed. I think I should have just played that rather than make you suffer through the 10 minutes of discussion about it. But that's a pretty good summary, huh? But that's where we stand now. And as I noted in the video, after months and months of Judicial Watch, conservatives, and I know you, um, demanding impeachment of Joe Biden, they finally did it. Now, McCarthy was on vacation, the the House was on vacation for seven weeks. He came back at the end of the August seven-week recess uh, that went into September, an August recess that lasts into September, don't you love it? Uh, And he announced impeachment. Now, we can all guess and speculate as to why he changed his mind and all of a sudden started uh, supporting an impeachment inquiry, but it was the right thing to do. It was what we suggested that republicans do for some time and i don't think they had a choice given all the evidence of biden corruption and you know we've been calling on it for some time i made a speech to cpac highlighting it earlier this year i think it's well worth uh looking back at it and by the way an impeachment or two would be nice if the schiff pelosi gang can impeach trump in order to cover up biden corruption why not actually impeach Biden for his actual corruption? The FBI and DOJ obviously are irredeemably corrupt. In the least, no more blank checks for the political enforcement arms of the left and the Democratic Party. Because the left using federal law enforcement to destroy their political opposition, it could be the end of our republic. Boy, I was right back then, right? They should have impeached him and shut the funding down for the Justice Department months ago, uh, but they didn't. Uh, but we now have this impeachment proceeding, uh, the first hearing of which began this week or took place this week, the, the impeachment inquiry. Uh, I went into it. I was there for virtually the entire hearing. It was like five, that's, that's at least six hours. I think I left sometime during hour five. Uh, the media, of course, would have you believe it was a big flop. it, it wasn't a big flop. It showed uh, through the hearing, those who, if you watched it, uh, they showed uh, or presented devastating evidence of Biden corruption warranting impeachment. And of course the left and the Biden media is gonna mock the operation, uh, but there's no way you could watch that hearing and not come away with the conclusion that Joe Biden and his family were involved in pretty serious racketeering operations. And this was my, um, my analysis of the hearing, at least on Twitter. I'll read it here. It's pretty short. I don't think we need to show the, the clip of it. I I attended the first impeachment inquiry hearing in person for Judicial Watch and its millions of supporters, meaning you, dear listener and viewer. The public was presented with significant and persuasive evidence based mostly on bank documents and contemporaneous emails slash texts of Joe Biden's helping run an international racketeering operation using government resources that raked in tens of millions of dollars for his and his family's benefit. Democrats responded with irrelevant talking points on the shutdown, exclamation point, and Trump, exclamation point, and fake complaints about evidence, exclamation point. And in fact, Democrats even attacked a witness for sharing a social media post criticizing the Biden border invasion. There was no real defenses offered in the face of the shocking evidence of Joe Biden's corruption by the Democrats. Again, there has never been so much evidence about so much corruption against the president in American history. So I thought it was an important hearing, it was useful. So the witnesses they had, all of which were expert witnesses, they had Jonathan Turley, Eileen O'Connor, I forget the other two, gentlemen who was a forensic accountant for the Republicans and a constitutional uh, scholar for the Democrats. And so they were providing information about whether they thought the evidence to date warranted, quote an impeachment inquiry, which is essentially not a vote up or down on our impeachment, but figuring out whether there's enough information out there and what other evidence is needed to justify impeachment. Now, I think they're already there. Jonathan Turley disagrees, but he certainly thinks there's more than enough evidence. And as I noted, the media would have you believe, oh, it's all old hat, nothing new. There was new information in there because the House Ways and Means Committee Release new information uh, obtained from the whistleblowers and other and other um, uh, and from the IRS about Hunter Biden and Joe and his family's, as I said, racketeering operation. So, I, I think we have a nice a nice summary video of some of the highlights of it, and I'll watch it with you. And if I feel the need to yell or scream or comment, I'll I'll I'll, I'll intervene. But uh, let's let's begin the the summary reel of the impeachment inquiry earlier this week. But I also do believe it's Jonathan that the House has passed the threshold for an impeachment inquiry into the conduct of President Biden. And this was going on for years with various different companies a pretty good summary. Uh, during the
1: course of Joe Biden's vice presidency, after his vice presidency, and at least during his candidacy for president. In 2015, Hunter Biden and James Barton started working with CEFC, which is a Chinese energy company with direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party. This is the WhatsApp text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. In this text message, it clearly says, anyway, we can talk later, but you've been drawn into something purely for the purpose of protecting dad, Miss O'Connor. Do you think that this text message would lead this committee to get further information about the the business dealings of Hunter Biden and how that actually links to Jim Biden, the president's brother, and why they are so concerned with protecting dad, a.k.a. Joe Biden, a.k.a. the president of the United States? Yes. This is a text message between um, Hunter Biden and Naomi Biden. This is a famous one that says, I hope you all... Do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. But don't worry. Unlike pop, I won't make you I won't make you give me half your salary. This is about four months before Joe Biden launched his campaign for president of the United States. December 2018. The highlight is this is a text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was in a bad way, by the way. He was he was really strung out. He lost a bunch of money. He needed help. Jim Biden says, this can work. You need a safe harbor. I can work with your father alone. It'll probably take several months and everybody can read the text. Ivan is not his real name, but Ivan describes Vedant Pazarski directly admitting to him
0: in a confidential conversation that they hired a not-so-smart Hunter Biden to protect us, quote, through his dad from all kinds of problems. Then Ivan speaks directly to CEO Zolchevsky, and Zolchevsky confides that Hunter Biden will take care of those corruption issues through his dad. Zolchevsky is being investigated by Victor Shokin a Ukrainian prosecutor, Joe Biden suddenly begins to call for Shokin's removal. Now, Ivan is that's, also told that, by Zolchevsky the they that it will cost him $5 million document. to pay one Biden and $5 million an to pay document. the other. That's this the is direct evidence of naked corruption and bribery. Zolchevsky also admitted to Ivan that both Bidens pushed him to pay them and to keep Hunter
1: Biden on the board. Hunter Biden used his father, this the vice president of the United really, States, to threaten really his victim, material. who he had just trafficked for sex and the Department of Justice refuses to speak to me? Hunter Biden needs to be held accountable for his sexual exploitation of women. And we've shown more evidence. We've shown evidence. This is what it looks like. The witnesses today have all identified the evidence
0: the committee has uncovered as deserving further inquiry. And that is what this committee will do no matter where that evidence leads. I want to thank the witnesses for their testimony today. It confirms the evidence compiled by this committee justifies the investigation of Joe Biden's role in his family's international business schemes and justifies the next step of this investigation. One of those steps is gaining insight into where the Biden's foreign money ended up, for what purposes. Therefore, today, I will subpoena the bank records of Hunter Biden, James Biden, and their affiliated companies. Well, yeah, you can see there was a lot of substance there. Now, we didn't play the Democrats' responses. The Democrat responses were virtually all irrelevant. Uh, they started off demanding to question Rudy Giuliani and another figure who was working with Rudy at the time, Lev Parnas. So there was you know, procedural stunts in that regard, trying to get subpoenas for Rudy Giuliani on issues that they are being raised there. It's obviously off the wall. And of course they were talking about, the Democrats were talking about Joe Biden, uh, not Joe Biden, but Donald Trump. So screaming about Trump and also screaming about the looming government shutdown. They suggested that they can't be having a hearing if there's gonna be a government shutdown, which is also absurd. No one, as best I could tell, seemed to defend Joe Biden's conduct. The best they could do was say, well, just because Hunter Biden is terrible doesn't mean that Joe is. Despite all the evidence that Joe and Hunter were two peas in a pod here and the basic understanding of law and ethics that uh, you can bribe one person by taking care of a family member. Right? I mean, who, who are they kidding here? And so it was announced at the end of the hearing that um, by James Comer, who, who closed the hearing there that you saw, that he finally and this is where I'm critical of the Republicans here, Uh, I almost fell off the chair, should be um, that they finally are gonna subpoena Hunter's bank records directly. Why haven't they done that to date? I don't understand. I would have questioned Hunter or brought him in long ago, and certainly other members of the Biden family. So for all the complaints we have about the Justice Department going slow and protecting Biden, You know, some of our friends in the House weren't as aggressive as they should have been in my view. But there were new documents put out there and the media and the left and Joe Biden and the White House uh, want you to believe there's no quote evidence. And there's significant evidence warranting not only a serious criminal investigation of Joe Biden, but more than enough. um, And as I've noted previously, uh, the evidence of corruption by Joe Biden is, is enormous. And it's uh, there's been nothing like it in terms of scope and seriousness uh, against any president in American history. So it's it's the strongest case for impeachment that we've ever had in, in American history. I, I can't think of anything comparable. And so that's where we stand and that's the reality of it. And I wanted to go over some of the new information that's come out here because the media's not gonna tell you about it, and I am. And you know, if Congress is doing some of the heavy lifting finally through these whistleblowers and other investigations, well, I'd be remiss as the head of a watchdog group and not highlighting it. Uh, The Ways and Means Committee released new documents. I think they've had hundreds of documents. I I looked through them. Uh, And so here are some of the highlights. The documents released, and I'm going to read, re- read from their release, they revealed Joe Biden's connections to his son Hunter Biden's business dealings. The materials confirmed that Hunter Biden was traveling the world to sell influence and access to the Biden brand, meaning to his father Joe Biden. And ba- Hunter even referred access to his father, referred to access to his father as the keys to my family's only asset. In fact, uh, according to the documents, here it is. There's a message from Hunter. You see it there. Explain to me one thing Tony brings to my table that I so desperately need that I'm willing to sign over my family's brand and pretty much the rest of my business life. Read the bleeping documents, people. It's plain bleeping English. Why in Blank name. Would I give this marginal bully the keys to my family's only asset? Why? Who's the family's only asset? Of course, it's President Biden. The scheme generated millions of dollars from foreign countries for members of the Biden family, channeled through a vast array of corporate entities and shell companies. The evidence also documents a campaign by the Justice Department to protect the Biden family from investigation, even as Hunter Biden attempted to evade paying taxes on income that came from foreign countries, including China, Ukraine, and others. The Biden protection effort was strongest whenever investigative steps might have led to or implicated actions taken by Joe Biden. During the investigation into his son, Justice Department officials instructed investigators seeking a search warrant to erase any mention Let's bring up that clip there of political figure one whose documents uh, obviously showed to be are, are relate. Basically, they're talking about Joe Biden here. As a priority, someone needs to redraft attachment B. Please focus on fairer evidence only. There should be nothing about political figure one in here. So they didn't want Joe in there. Now Wolf Leslie Wolf. Uh, She's implicated in a lot of this obstruction. Uh, Now, the left likes to make a big show of saying, well, this happened during the Trump administration, as if we're supposed to be persuaded that the Justice Department that was viciously anti-Trump was desperate to jail Trump while protecting Joe Biden and Obama and Hillary through the entire four years of President Trump that we're supposed to presume that because they were Trump Justice Department officials that they were uh, willing to apply the law fairly. And that's not the case. We don't have no evidence that was ever the case during the Trump administration with the deep state Justice Department. And we see evidence of it here. Documents also show Hunter Biden and his business associates had access to the White House and Joe Biden's advisors Biden's business associates were instructed to, quote, not mention Joe being involved on official trips. And official trips to Ukraine, line up U.S. government actions, and Hunter Biden, to the bo- to the Hunter Biden, I can't read from, there's a, a label here I can't read through. I guess they're referencing Biden's family bottom line. And CNN even had this information. I don't know if CNN reported it. Let's go to the CNN So here's an email, producer has an email from Hunter saying he expected all of his stuff to go away when his dad became president. Well, he almost was right, right? Because they had that sweetheart plea deal that uh, would have given him a slap on the wrist for serious IRS tax charges, no investigation into the conspiracy racketeering and Foreign Agent Registration Act violations. And and uh, sliding that gun charge through uh, with no criminal liability at all. So I think that's I think that's all I want to go through here. But you know that's new evidence, right? So we have evidence now that Joe Biden was getting half his income according to his son from his son that the big guy Joe Biden was benefiting from these Chinese deals that um, uh, Joe Biden was personally involved in the businesses business activities of his son by calling his associates and calling his son uh, when business meetings were taking place and participating directly in the meetings with him in person at one point So that's pretty powerful evidence, isn't it? And so when the media tells you there's no evidence, when the left tells you there's no evidence, they're just, I don't know, are they lying to you or are they ignorant? You can pick. I think it's lying. I don't think it's ignorant. And if it's ignorant, it's willful ignorance. So either way, there's a moral responsibility to be forthright, but we're not getting it. And of course, Judicial Watch is continuing its own separate investigations into these Biden issues. So how did impeachment hearing hearing go? I give it a B plus. I think uh, the Republicans should have been a bit more forceful um, both through their witnesses and in in being forthright as to concluding what the evidence shows, like what I try to do, right? Uh, In the hearing room itself, uh, the Democrats were acting like clowns, high school students running around laughing, joking, pretending that the evidence didn't show what it showed. When Marjorie Taylor Greene, for instance, provided that shocking information about Hunter's involvement in human trafficking with young women, uh, what did the re- what was the Democrat response? Oh, it's pornography. We have to, we can't show it. And of course, it wasn't even it was it wasn't pornography quite literally, but that was their response, not outrage about the evidence of human trafficking involving uh, Joe Biden's son. And and. Joe Biden's potential involvement in that, because the issue is, did Joe help pay for some of his son's misconduct in that what regard? You know, the money flowed both ways at one point, it looked like. So it's pretty serious stuff. I don't know how quickly the Republicans are prepared to move on this, uh, but they need to get moving, right? As I said in the video earlier, impeachment's necessary but not sufficient. And, um, and by necessary, I mean we need it done now. Not in six months, not in 10 months, but we need to get to a conclusion and move forward with impeachment as soon as practical. And that means bringing in witnesses immediately. Uh, That means subpoenaing immediately and then seeking court relief if they don't get the records immediately in an emergency fashion. So I'm I'm fearful that some of this impeachment push by the Republicans is a little bit half-hearted. It's a little too narrow. I'm not seeing any evidence, for instance, they want to impeach him, President Biden over his failure to uphold his oath of office and, frankly, to attack the American uh, people through this border invasion. Or, for instance, the censorship issue, he wants to censor people. Isn't that corruption? And and he's proud about it. And he's trying to jail Biden. I mean, jail Trump. Isn't that corruption? So if I were doing an impeachment inquiry, I'd look at all those issues. But we'll see. So it wasn't a bad start. The media's going to make fun of them and mock them uh, no matter what they do. So they should be as aggressive as possible because they're going to get mocked no matter what. So that was my initial take. And as I said in the meantime, judicial watches dozen or so lawsuits and, probably uh, dozens of FOIA requests will continue into the Biden family corruption scandal. For instance, I mean, we uncovered how Joe, um, I mean, Hunter uh, traveled to 29 countries when Joe was vice president, at least 29 countries. And the documents released this week by uh, the House Ways and Means Committee and talked about at the hearing this week Joe, uh, excuse me, Hunter and the Hunter family operation, including Joe, it looks like, was getting money from 23 different countries. Twenty-three. A lot of work to be done, and they're already a little bit late and behind the ball because they haven't gotten the key records from the Hunter, from the Hunter directly. And frankly, Joe, you got to get Joe's records as well. Just beyond his tax return records, but there's other records to be gotten. So there you have it. Next up, you may have seen that Robert F. Kennedy is running for president. As of now, uh, in the Democratic Party, there's news today that he may run as an independent. I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. Uh, but he has sought Secret Service protection, and he'd been denied it by Joe Biden, it is Secret Service. Outra- just completely outrageous. I'm not going to I'm going to get right to the heart of it, right? I mean, by his very his very name seems to be seems to me to warrant Secret Service protection. Now, typically, uh, the internal rules of the Secret Service is, unless they have a good reason not to, they don't provide Secret Service protection um, outside of a year from the presidential race campaign, unless there's a reason. And isn't, isn't there a reason? And Judicial Watch asked for records, and we uncovered there was good reason, and they still denied him Secret Service protection. I have a video introducing the issue here now. Hey everyone, Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton here. We have some breaking news. We just got records from the Secret Service under FOIA that show uh, that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was denied Secret Service protection Despite numerous threats from known actors already on the Secret Service radar. I tell you, the Biden administration's refusal to extend him Secret Service protection is vicious and vindictive. And we're going to continue our investigation. In fact, we just filed a FOIA lawsuit to get the full truth about this dangerous decision by Biden that is putting RFK Jr.'s life needlessly at risk. Well, I don't. I didn't hear audio on my end of that, so I'm hoping you heard it. But uh, I mean, the long and short of it, as I say, uh, there were known, known people, known subjects by in the Secret Service, uh, or known subjects to the Secret Service, who were sending threatening materials to and uh, sending threats to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And they still denied him Secret Service protection. And uh, what had happened was we had. I think one or two requests for records. We sued on one. The next day, magically, right? Coincidentally, we received records to another request that was a little less, um, it was a little more focused than the one we had sued over. And these records show what I said they show. And as I said in the release, um, or I should say what they say in the records. So this is the FOIA. We asked, we asked for records and communications of the director, the deputy director, the s- chief operating officer, and the assistant director of the Office of Protector, Protective Operations of the Secret Service. And um, back in July, it was disclosed by Kennedy on his uh, Twitter account, or which is now known as X, uh, that um, he had been denied Secret Service protection. He said, since the assassination of my father in 1968, candidates for president are provided Secret Service protection, but not me. And then just last week, Kennedy again requested the Secret Service protect him following an incident on the campaign trail involving an armed man who was presenting himself uh, as a police officer or law enforcement. Thankfully, the private protection he had Uh, I don't know if anything would happen, but that's the sort of risk he faced, right? And and the Secret Service's response is going to be, well, we can't give Secret Service protection to everyone running for president. I don't know if that's true. It's just a budget issue. Uh, But if there's an exception to be made, if there's not an exception made for Robert F. Kennedy, given his name and what happened to his father and to his uncle, uh, JFK, uh, I don't know what they're there for. And I, I just think this is, as I said, a vicious decision by the, by the Biden people. And it puts him at risk. The records obtained by Judicial Watch include a Secret Service protection, intelligence, and assessment that reveals numerous threats to Kennedy. And it's called, um, the assessment's called, the uh, it was uh, the document says US Secret Service Protective Intelligence and Assessment assessment Division, Risk Management Branch, 2024 presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And they have something called Risk Environment. And in that document, on April 23rd, 2023, and they go through the list of threats. A known subject submitted an inappropriate comment on the White House website addressed to President Biden, stated um, basically... uh, Robert Kennedy uh, announces their candidacy to succeed Joseph Biden for President of the United States. There's no way you blank, uh, dot, 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 assassinate President Donald Trump. Go get him, kiddo. I don't know what that means, so maybe that wasn't seen as much of a threat. A no- but these are known subjects, which means, my understanding means, is that they worry the Secret Service when they make comments like this a known subject mailed a there's by the way there's a redacted part so we don't know what it says they met someone mailed a nonsensical letter to the hotel warned that a madman may commit a serious terrorist act and wanted to discuss his sins with Kennedy so this is just you know another dangerous character a known subject sent numerous packages including gifts and a wedding band to Kennedy Stated that she loves Kennedy and expressed anger about being kept away from him. Another dangerous character. One letter obtained a 32-page ma- uh, one letter contained a 32-page manifesto in which Kennedy, in which the known subject, made nonsensical religious references and described himself as a commissioned messenger of God. Not reassuring if you're on the wrong end of that. Another known subject regularly sends threatening emails. So multiple emails stating he will, quote, bury Kennedy, everyone will die, and he will make Kennedy suffer. So there you have it. The assessment also notes many comments suggested that for no other reason than that he is a Kennedy, he would be at risk of assassination. In May 2023, Kennedy received increased media attention after accusing the CIA of involvement in the assassination of his uncle, Kennedy had advocated for the release of individually, individual currently of the individual currently in prison for assassinating his father, Sirhan Sirhan, because he believes a CIA contractor was responsible for his death. Kennedy has received both support and criticism for his stance on vaccines and has been described as an anti-vaccine activist. So a lot of weird stuff in this document. This is a weird document. And what I found weird about it is that it had kind of this anti-Kennedy slant to it. And it detailed things that Kennedy had done that were controversial. I'm not quite sure why they need to put it in there other than maybe to justify the fact that he's, the documents suggest that he's weird politically and maybe doesn't deserve the protection through his quote, his anti-vaccine stances They talk about a book where um, he uh, uh, had extramarital affairs. There's a journal or something like that. Um, How he had been a drug and alcohol addict in the past. How uh, he was uh, attacking Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. So it looked like all this materials kind of dumped in here to help justify what is the ultimate conclusion, uh, which, according to the records, show uh, was because um, I guess Congress got a, wanted some answers. And this is one of the do- this is a deputy special agent in charge. Uh, responds to, uh, you know, some of these inquiries by saying the following language was key to the recommendation and subsequent decision. Protection under these guidelines should only be granted within one year prior to the general election. Protection more than one year prior to the general election should only be granted in extraordinary case-by-case circumstances in consultation with the committee based on threat assessment and other factors, and there's an internal committee that considers this. So this was a political decision, in my view, given all the redactions and the failure to pers- respond to other records to deny Kennedy these, uh, this Secret Service protection. And I, you know, I would hope, whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a conservative, a liberal, uh, you would find extremely objectionable the, se- the Biden Secret Service's decision not to provide Kennedy protection as he's running for president now he's polling a substantial number in um, in the presidential primary so it's not like he's an unserious candidate so i mean there's it's not like he's a, you know someone that no one's heard of before his name obviously generates controversy in and of itself it's just shocking to me that there's no secret service protection for him and i'm proud that judicial watch was able to expose that there was no good faith basis to deny him protection and They have these documents, you can look at them yourself about why uh, they presume to deny him the protection and to me it just looks like all politics. And I hope Congress lets its ire be known and uh, this man gets protected because I think his life is being put needlessly at risk. The Biden administration's refusal to provide Secret Service protection to Mr. Kennedy is dangerous and vindictive. These FOIA requests And our new lawsuit, we just filed a FOIA lawsuit uh, aimed to get to the full truth on why Mr. Kennedy's life is being put at unnecessary risk by the Biden administration. So, dare I say it, this is part and parcel of the Biden regime's approach to their political opposition. Jail them! If you're a Supreme Court justice and someone shows up outside your house in violation of the law to try and intimidate you, don't arrest them. In fact, encourage it. Don't enforce federal law, placing the Supreme Court justices you don't like, their lives and their families' lives at risk. And if you dare run against Biden, as I said, you'll get jailed. Ask Donald Trump about that. Or even if we know that your life is at risk, because of your name and prominence, you won't get the necessary protection that's within the complete discretion of the administration to provide through the Secret Service. What an ugly, ugly corruption scandal this is. I mean, to hear the president talk about the threats to democracy, he's jailing his political opponents, on unprecedented pretextual grounds. And he's letting RFK Jr. hang out there with no Secret Service protection despite the significant threats to his life he faces. Dark days, dark days. I never thought we'd see it. And I'm, I'm glad Judicial Watch is pursuing this. We've got a lawsuit, as I said. Uh, that uh, seeks for um, uh, documents for leadership, not only the Secret Service, but the Department of Homeland Security, because we want to get to the truth of this mess. And of course, you know, they treat the circuits, as I I said previously here, the Biden regime treats the Secret Service like dirt. And uh, Judicial Watch had uncovered back in July, following up on the prior dog attacks, that Joe Biden's new dog had attacked Secret Service agents 10 times, terrorizing the compound. Serious bites, too. And no one cared. They didn't do anything about it. Joe and Jill let their dog repeatedly bite and attack Secret Service and White House staff with no consequence. The dog's still there. We called them out on it because we found the documents. We got a tip. We knew it was happening again because we had exposed... There lies about the prior dogs attacking Secret Service agents, and then we found out from a tipper, tipster, I guess, that the dog was was still the new dog was biting agents again, or was involved in incidents. It was astonishing. I can see lots of FOIA documents, but when I see documents about this dog putting Secret Service agents at risk, serious risk for harm through this biting. It's just outrageous. And, and again, you know the media likes to pretend this isn't a big issue. and sure enough, uh, the documents showed that the dog bit 10 secret service agents and the White House responded with some uh, dishonest, obviously dishonest dis- uh, 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 excuses for what had happened and saying they're working with the dog. Well, there's no working with a dog that has bitten 10 people or sought to attack 10 people. And, of course, they really weren't working with the dog. I mean, when did they begin working with the dog? These dog bites had occurred in the first part of the year. We uncovered the documents in July. When, so they hadn't done anything until Judicial Watch made noise about it. And then we find out this week, put up the headline. The dog bit someone else. The 11th known incident. It happened, um, I guess, earlier this week. Our Secret Service agents, who are protecting the President of the United States, his family, and Hunter when he shows up, right? Are putting their lives on the line And they have to worry about a dog biting them? Biting them in the back like one agent was bitten? Well, what if if an agent decides he needs to shoot the dog? What, What a nightmare. What is Biden thinking? What is Jill thinking? Get rid of the dog. The dog needs to be rehomed, removed from the Biden family, as long as they have the Secret Service protection, whether it be at the White House or at home. One of the bites took place at his home in Delaware. The dog can't handle it. And you know, the, the Biden people said again, oh, we're, tr- we're working with the dog. Well, they're not working with the dog. He's still biting people just a week ago. Now, is it the worst of the Biden scandals? No, but it's a, it's a nasty scandal. People getting injured. I don't know of any other scandal where people have been injured. This is a corruption scandal. Federal law enforcement agents have been injured without consequence by Joe Biden's dog. Imagine if Trump's dog was doing this or someone else. You, you'd know what the media's interest would be. And I, and I just see this as kind of, a, with all due respect to President Biden, as a mark of arrogance, it so reflects his attitude, doesn't it? I, I kind of, I've compared this, I don't know if I've said this to you uh, via the update. It's like I think, I think of these like mafia figures walking down the street, and his dog is going around, and the mafia Don's dog is going around biting everybody, and everyone's afraid to say something. Is that what's going on with the Secret Service? Where's the Secret Service leadership protecting their agents? AWOL so our investigation continues they're still hiding documents from us we'll probably have to sue again but I can tell you based on this report there are more agents who have been bitten I'm sure of it and they're hiding it from you the American people so in addition to all the other Joe Biden scandals there's a Biden scandal happening right now in the White House where his dog is going around biting law enforcement personnel and no one's doing anything about it other than judicial watch. So I don't want the dog to be put down. Maybe they can find a home where he'll be okay. Should be nowhere near the White House, nowhere near a place where uh, he has to deal with Secret Service or, or the numbers of people that support a president when, when he's uh, either in the White House or in his home in Delaware where he spends, as you know, a good deal of time. So what an update, huh? China money. RFK Jr. Impeachment. Government shutdown. And Joe Biden's dog mauling Secret Service agents. What a strange city this is. Well, pray for America. And... We pray for America too, but we also uh, work as if it depends all on us uh, because uh, uh, I think we have an obligation as patriots to do it. And if you like the work uh, we're talking about here at Judicial Watch and what we're doing, I encourage you to support it at judicialwatch.org. You can go and make a donation. And uh, even if you can't make a donation, you can support our work by liking this video, sharing it, commenting it, getting the word out uh, and educating your fellow Americans about what you're learning here. And we will be here next time with the next Judicial Watch Weekly Update. Thanks for listening to the Judicial Watch Weekly Update with Tom Fitton. For more information, visit www.judicialwatch.org because no one is above the law.